0: the month.
1: Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4, gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door! Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port! Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my Beat of the Month Welcome beat everyone month. to another episode of the, of the Beat
2: of the Month podcast This is episode me, 7 We're doing a deep dive through the Resident Evil franchise My name is Brian And with me tonight I have Moose Yo-Yo Muff What up Stephanie Alvin
3: Let's go Melbro Dark-
2: Darkside Hey, hi And Bash Hey too. All right, we're going to get right into it with the first Resident Evil. This came out for the PlayStation on March 30th, 1996. So this is the game that, you know, kicked off the franchise, was hugely successful right from the start. Is there anybody that has no experience with this game? Does everybody have some experience with the first game?
4: I never played it, but I'm experienced.
0: Oh, yeah, you
2: are.
3: Yeah, I played it after I played Part Two of the kids. so I kind of went back and uh, played Part One. But yeah, yeah it's a good game. I
0: played the shit out of Resident Evil One. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, like those tank controls, I I played back it many times. Day.
3: Did yeah, you play it? Uh, did you play it like close to when it was released, or like later in life as an adult? No,
0: it was it was uh, right around uh, twenty or excuse me, right around that time.
5: So okay. when did they release the director's
2: cut? That's the version I played. That's the one that I played as well. Um, I don't know exactly what date that came out. Oh, actually, I do. That came out September 30th, 1997. So that was uh, about a year and a half after the first Resident Evil came out. That's the first one that I played, too. I don't know that I played it immediately when it came out, uh, but probably pretty close. So yeah, Resident Evil Director's Cut is the first one that I played.
3: And was this the first, like, survival horror video game?
2: I mean, there's the, other games like Alone in the Dark. Um, Altered Beasts. Yeah, I don't know that I'd call Altered Beasts a survival <laughs> horror game.
5: I mean, to some people, Mario might have been survival horror, so you never know. It was like Haunted House in the 2600.
6: Like, a, basically survival horror. Like, yeah, yeah.
4: I actually yeah. played that.
2: So there's definitely games that were okay. kind of like precursors to this. And I. This game actually, there was a game that never came out of Japan called Sweet Home, for I think the original Nintendo, and that was kind of like the, the basis for this game what? was like what, was, it? what was that game. called? Sweet Home. Sweet Home Home-a? Alabama.
4: Sweet Home.
2: Like home. home,
5: sweet home.
4: But like Sweet Home, home Alabama. Home. Home. With Reese
0: Witherspoon. Yeah. You saying home. hope or Home? Home. home. home home darcy (laughs) can you help with this he's saying i hope that you get a sweet hoe
4: that's nice of you brian thank you darcy
2: you're welcome um so this game started off uh which a lot of the other resident evil games had where you could pick between two characters at the very start of the game so you could play as either jill valentine or chris redfield and i know they had differences well, I think the game was pretty drastically different depending on who you played as. And I know for like starters, I think Chris Redfield had like a smaller inventory. Um, they had different weapons. I I only played through the game as Chris Redfield maybe once. I just always seemed to play as Jill Valentine. Um, I don't know about you guys. Who did you tend to play as in the first game?
0: For me, the first time that I played it, I played as Jill Valentine because she had that lockpick.
3: Yeah, same here.
0: I had I heard that you know as a kid. You know, somehow with no internet, but it. Uh, I was like, oh, I'll <laughs> make it as, you know, as easy as possible. You
6: know, in the Japanese version, actually, over their portraits, it says easy mode over Jill's picture and hard mode over Chris's. picture. Oh really? Oh really? Oh, that's
4: I
2: never played as Jill to make it easier on myself.
4: That would have pass these days.
3: And that was like one of the the first games where, like, you know, not first games, but you know, there weren't a lot of games back then where you can play as like you know female leads. So I think that was kind of intriguing too.
2: Yeah, she, had, she had that bigger inventory. That's why I always played this one, yeah. because she could hold more stuff. Because that's a consistent theme throughout a lot of these Resident Evil games, is kind of the limited inventory. And I think with Chris Redfield, you only had like six slots to start off. It was like really limited when you're going through the game.
6: You yeah. never get any more.
2: That's right, yeah. A lot of the other Resident Evil games, you can add more inventory. But in the first one, um, yeah, you're kind of stuck with the limited inventory that you have. Yeah, I mean, my first experience with this uh, was before I even had a memory card. So I remember me and one of my friends would play it. And if you remember, this game also had ink ribbons that you needed to save. So you can only save a certain number of times and you had to find items. It was annoying, but man, it really made it tense. Because a lot of the the later Resident Evil games, when you can save at any time, it removes some of that tension. But if... When we didn't have the memory card, I mean, if you died, it sent you to the title screen. So we were literally playing on, like, a no-save run every time. And
3: death mode. That doesn't sound fun.
2: I mean, it was... I remember as a kid, you know, you have unlimited time and not a lot of, you know, disposable income. So, like, I didn't have many games for the PlayStation. So I remember we made it as far as getting out of the mansion. And then when you come back and you get attacked by the hunter... If you remember that, there's like a cutscene that shows yeah. the hunter first-person view, and I remember we just like shit our pants and saw this hunter come up It <laughs> just like one hit killed us, and that oh, was yeah. the end of like you know a couple hour run. That we how
3: were uh how long is the game from start to finish? I can't remember.
2: You I mean, probably if we get through it in like five hours. Five hours, yeah. you think? It's short. I mean, if you know what you're doing, especially because I know some. Uh, I don't remember in that game if that determined what ending you got. I know that there was a couple different sequences that you had to do in order to get, like, the true ending, where you fought, like, the true tyrant boss at the end. But I don't think it was necessarily reliant on time. How much of the game was
5: outside of the mansion? I don't remember ever leaving the mansion. I don't think I got very far then. At least half Like half? Yeah.
2: it's like an underground lab kind of. I mean, it might still be considered like the mansion. I mean, you're outside of it, but you're still on like the mansion courtyard probably. Yeah, I think I remember that, yeah.
6: It's like a cave and stuff.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I remember that. But yeah, you go in that underground lab and then there's like a great white shark that's like swimming around. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. I remember
7: that. <laughs>
5: so back when I when I played the game, I didn't actually own a PlayStation at the time. We had an N64 growing up. And I borrowed my friend's PlayStation and his games and let him borrow my N64 in our games. That's how I played it. So I didn't actually own it at the time, but um, that was my experience with it. It was kind of cool to swap consoles. You don't really do that anymore, but as a kid, that was kind of more common.
2: That yeah, I know I used to do that.
4: The, back in the days.
2: Yeah, I used to do that with, with the Bash. We used to swap. Because yeah, he had an N64 and I had a PlayStation. So that's how I played, like, Ocarina of Time and Mario 64 and stuff oh, I like that. Evil.
3: Bash, you're a good guy, man. <laughs> we well, swap. He didn't
5: was, give me. We swap. I, I, I pretty much gave Brian an N64 <laughs> and I'm not a good guy. Give, <laughs> I, I gave Brian an N64 in like 20 games for like $30. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't
2: I give you Chrono Trigger for that N64? There was some deal like that.
5: Maybe, but Chrono Trigger is like twenty dollars, thirty dollars, whatever it was at the time. It's <laughs> worth more now, but
2: back then it was worth like thirty bucks. Some some of the kind of like the highlights of Resident Evil one that would continue on to some of the later games. Um, so tank controls, Darkseid. You were talking a bit about that. Do you want to kind of explain what tank controls are?
0: Yeah, tank controls are. It, it, Playing it that way now sucks, but basically, if you want to turn your character in a direction, you just press left or right on the D-pad. And then to move in whatever direction they're facing, you press up. And if you want to go backwards, you press down. So basically the way you would expect a tank to control.
5: I remember using the shoulder buttons to turn or something. Was that not No.
0: There might have been a quick turn at some point in one of the games, but the first one, it was just just a tank.
3: I couldn't imagine playing that in 2020. I, I, I assume it would be so hard to play, you know, Resident Evil One in 2020. Yeah, you
6: really look at it. It's just first-person shooter controls, except the camera's just locked like over your head. Like it like you play like 15 minutes, like you really just get back into it
0: again. Like, really? Yeah. You, you you push up to move forward, and then at the time, you know, I playing through Resident Evil One, Two, and Three, I got really used to the tank controls. For those types of games. And when 4 came out, I was actually pissed. I was like, this control's weird and I don't like it because it didn't have the tank controls. But I got over it.
2: Dark Side yeah, if you here. look at it, back and tank
7: exactly, back and forth, tank
0: controls.
6: What were we saying, Bash? Control's exactly the same as the old ones. It's just the camera stays behind you, it does not.
7: <laughs> some of the y'all, I don't, don't
4: even know anything about tank controls. I play a lot of World of Tanks, and don't none of the tanks control like that. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking.
2: So some of the other things that <laughs> was, <I think laughs> line of the first game. I mean, the first game is probably some of the most iconic lines because the the voice acting was so cheesy. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you know, it like was, r- it was real Apple. actors,
3: right? In some of the cutscenes too, right?
2: Yeah, it was all uh, live FM Yeah. What is it? FMVs, whatever.
3: FMV, yeah. Yeah.
2: Those are kind of sprinkled throughout, because, I mean, a lot of the cutscenes were just, like, in-game engine, like, with those, like, with the models, like, walking around. And that's where, like, hope this is not Chris's blood. And, like, some of those are, like, classic lines. Jill Sandwich. (laughs) Another thing about this game that the other games would have, at least for a while, was pre-rendered backgrounds. So instead of having, like, you know, you're running through a 3D space, the camera's fixed, on each room you enter and then every room has, it's like a kind of a static picture of the background, but it made it at the time look really like graphically impressive more so than it would have, if they would have done like actual like 3d environments that you were running around in. Yeah. Right.
0: Keeping everything, keeping the camera if, fixed. If mental, I remember environments can be very detailed.
5: If I remember correctly, like that game it was one of the first zombie games I played. I mean, not counting zombies at my neighbors or something, but like, I was moving around, and as soon as a zombie saw you, it would, like, zoom in on him or something. He'd scream, and it would scare the shit out of me.
2: <laughs> there was, like, an opening cutscene when you first come yeah, across, like, the first, the first
7: zombie.
5: Yeah. yeah, as a kid, um, that scared the shit out of me. I ran right to Darkseid right when I saw that.
2: So, as far as the plot goes, I mean, the Resident Evil plot gets kind of convoluted. Very. Um, so, I mean, it starts off where you're part of the S.T.A.R.S. team. You're investigating this incident that happened at this mansion, and then eventually, as you go through the game, you find out that there's this underground lab, and there's this corporation called Umbrella Corporation, and kind of the head guy of Stars, Albert Wesker, is like the main bad guy. And then it's all about this outbreak of a virus, pretty much. And I don't, spoiler I don't think alert. the first game. Yeah, spoiler for thirty-year-old <laughs> 25 game. Twenty-five-year,
0: thirty-five-year-old game.
2: We had the plot um, every game in the series, like yeah it's pretty much yeah they they uncover yeah, yeah it's the some same virus and,
0: for every single game
2: um so this game got ported a bunch of times i mean it got ported again after the director's cut there was a dual shock version that supported the analog controllers um mm-hmm. and then i played it a lot actually on the ds the nintendo ds got a port um, Oh, i didn't know that yeah resident evil deadly silence um which it I remember it played pretty well. It was pretty fun. It's yeah. not like an ideal way to play a scary game on a tiny handheld, but it was fun.
6: I think a, my favorite part about that one was it just mapped the knife to the L button, so you didn't have to carry it in your inventory and like equip it and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, cool. you could use it a lot more for like quick hits and things like that because it was like mapped to the only to a way you button. would ever use
6: the knife in that game. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Anybody have anything else about the uh, the first Resident Evil they want to talk about? My first
4: experience with uh, Resident Evil is like 11:30 at night. I got off work, went to my buddy's house, and it's pitch black in the back room, and they all playing. I didn't know what they was playing, <laughs> and I'm uh I'm sitting there watching play, and my the fir- I don't know where part in the game, but my first encounter of trying to figure out what the fuck it was they were playing. All of a sudden, like a jump scare zombie, like real quick, it takes up the whole screen and it scared the shit out of me. I said, I am not playing this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it was. I was sitting in the back in the chair and they playing, and that damn thing took over the screen, and it, the heart just said, Hold up, you have to go take a doo doo because it was scary as shit.
2: Yeah, I think Bash was asking, were you sitting in a toilet stall when you were playing? Is that what was going on? I do
4: on? now. Clash Royale. Uh, this, little, <laughs> this little game with the little dudes, your purples and pinks you talk about. What, what's that game? It's out right now. <laughs> Moose, guys? you told me to download.
5: Among Us? Oh, oh, Among,
4: us. oh Among Us. Among Us, yeah. That's You're a doo-doo that on game. The yeah, yeah, you play that on the toilet.
3: That is a good toilet game.
4: See?
0: Fucking
5: guys. Muff had that YouTube video sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Completely different app,
4: but yeah. Resident
2: Evil 1. Alright, so we're going to move into Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2 came out January 21st, 1998, so that is just about two years after the first game. Um, there was a demo of this game that came with the director's cut that yep. I played a lot, where it's just basically you playing as Leon up until you get to the police station. So it's, it's not a very long demo, but I played that a lot. Um, yeah, so did I, I. I mean, that was cool, just that intro of the game. Yeah. Because it, they didn't have a lot of the game like that, but just that exposure to, like, you being out in the city. Because um, it takes place two months after the first game. So the virus is now spread. Like, Raccoon City is, like, pretty much destroyed already. Um, and you're playing as... You can play as Leon Kennedy... Um, or you can play as Claire Redfield, who's Chris Redfield from the first game, his little sister. What was your guys' first experience with Resident Evil 2?
6: Like the first thing that ever stood out to me, like really, that put it above the first game, was like in the demo, you're like about to get on like this bus. There's like a car door laying on the ground. There's like window glass scattered around. And it changed the sound of your footsteps depending on what surface you're walking on. Like, I'd never seen anything like that before. That, like, really stood out to me.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty cool effect.
5: That demo was the only experience I had with Resident Evil 2. I didn't play the full game, and I didn't play the remake that came out. So it was just uh, that demo was all I I experienced. I thought it was good back then.
3: For me, this was the first Resident Evil game that I even played, man. So this was like a whole new world for me when I first played Resident Evil 2. I I didn't even know games like this existed at that point when I was little. Games like these. He said it. Yeah, games like this scared the shit out of me, but you know, I had a had a fun time with it as a kid, man. Just you know, going through it and exploring and seeing how far I can get without dying. It's dope, man.
0: Yeah, I, I had you know, it was scary as hell. You know, playing through uh, as uh, Jill or not Jill, um, Claire or Leon. You know, I wanted to play both scenarios. You know, to see the differences in the games. It was
2: great. Yeah, and going to the, talking about both scenarios, so in this game, you could play as either character, but it came with two discs, a Leon disc and a Claire disc, and then when you beat the game the first time, you could play the, the kind of the B mission, where then you carry over from that first playthrough, and then it's mostly the same game, but there are some changes where, you know, that guy, I forget what his name is, Mr. Mr. X. X, man. yeah, oh, where he's shit, chasing Mr. you the X. whole time, and I that was <laughs> pretty intense. Yeah. They should have had
3: that for like even the first playthrough, man. Like that was the best part of the game, like that was the the most fun was was you know running for Mister X in that game when I was younger, man. He like scared the shit out of me because I, I was I'm thinking like okay I just beat the game with Leon, now I'm just gonna play with Claire and do the same thing, but it's like this whole big giant dude come out chasing me and you can't kill him. I was like what the fuck is this? <laughs> it, was just, it was it was fun.
2: What we they back? kill
6: him like every time, and he he drops a bunch of ammo when you shoot. You actually don't have to shoot him that many times in that game to actually kill him each time.
2: And then you said he drops a bunch of stuff when you do that.
6: Oh, he drops like a bunch of ammo every time you knock him down.
2: Man, I don't even know that. I I
0: just ran away.
3: <laughs> and and I mean, it added like a whole level of um a whole a whole new element to the game because it's you know when you're going through the game the first time, you're just worried about zombies. You can kind of see zombies from far away and shoot them. But like this guy was just you know, come out of nowhere and start, you know, fucking you up. It was just, it added a whole new level to it. It was, that was pretty dope.
2: Yeah. And then like, as far as the rest of the changes when you're doing those dual play I mean, there's one scene where you come across like a storage locker and then they say, Oh, do you want to pick up both of these items? And then you're like, sure. Yeah, I want both of them. And then you go through the second playthrough, and then both the items are gone. So I don't think there's a ton of stuff that happens like that, but I thought that was a pretty cool touch. Um, and then the, the ending, like when you get the final, like boss playthrough um so the whole time like there's i think william birkin is his name there's a new virus called like the g virus and that's really doing both playthroughs is the only time you fight him like his final true form so you fight mr x and then you fight william birkin at the end you fight i think you fight him in like a train and he's like huge he's like the size of like a train car or something I remember that was like so cool playing that as a kid like because you finally played through the game twice and then there's like this massive boss at the end agreed agreed um, some of the other agreed. memorable things so they introduced liquors. so that was another big like enemy type um, you know they had the cut scene when you first came across one and those were like you know some of the monsters that were like probably the scariest to come across Brutal in that game. Fuck.
6: Kind of weird how they made like in the first Resident Evil movie, like a liquor was like the last boss of like the entire movie.
7: <laughs> kind
6: of weird. Silly,
2: and then some of the bosses, I mean, the boss that stands out probably the most for me is that huge alligator. Yeah, it was was so mention. bizarre when yeah. you're going through the, the sewer and you come across this big alligator and then you like.
3: Yeah, shoot I don't understand this. that. Like, why was there an alligator in the game? Like, what made them think like, okay, this is a zombie game? Let's
2: put an alligator in here. <laughs> it like didn't fit in.
6: Dogs, maybe that's when alligators get the virus, they turn yeah, giant. and <laughs>
0: spiders like,
2: we gotta get bigger. <laughs> and then this game also, at uh, I think once you beat it, you unlocked. It was an additional mode. I don't think it was called Mercenaries in this game, but you could play like a side mission as like an Umbrella Corp soldier called Hunk, and then you could also play as like a block of tofu. And go through, I think you only had a knife. Oh, I forgot about that.
3: No, no, I remember it. Yeah, I think I saw it in like a magazine, but I never actually did that though.
6: I beat the hunk mission, but the tofu mission, yeah, you just have the knife and like four mixed herbs to get through like the entire thing. Yeah,
2: I mean, it was was a pretty cool mode. And that like Resident Evil is a fairly serious game, but they do have certain aspects that are like funny like that when you're playing as a block of tofu i mean it's pretty uh like just kind of wacky japanese humor that they throw into there
6: actually the tofu block that model was actually like the kind of like the developers used that just as a reference point to like check collision detection and stuff when they were testing it but they kind of fell in love with that dumb shape so they actually made
2: <laughs> a special mode just so they could put that back in the game
3: oh really That's how. <laughs> oh, wow
2: all right. And then this also introduced Ada Wong. Um, there was a couple times where you would control different characters. I think if you played the Leon game, then you played a little bit as Ada. And then if you played the Jill Valentine game – or not Jill Valentine. If you played Claire Redfield, you played a little bit as, I think, the little girl Sherry Birkin. Sherry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool, just something to change it up a little bit where you you know, kind of start from scratch. And um, they do that in some of the other games too where it's just kind of like a reset – and you just play a little bit of the game with somebody else.
0: Yeah, Resident Evil 2 definitely improved on everything from Resident Evil 1.
2: Yeah, I, would, I mean, it's like the perfect sequel. I mean, it took what was already a solid foundation, and it just improved upon it like in every way. It was like the perfect sequel. All right, any other thoughts on Resident Evil 2?
6: I think got another bit of trivia. Like, this game didn't actually have to be on two discs. discs. Like, at some point when they were developing it, they didn't carry a 1 somewhere or something. And they couldn't fit it all onto one disc. So, and they, it needed to come out in, like, a couple months. So they just split it into two discs and just released it.
7: Really?
2: <laughs> I mean, it worked out well, like, the whole, like, yeah, dual nice like, scenarios. It, right. All right. So we're going to move on to Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. This came out November 11th, 1999. Um, so about two years after Resident Evil 2. So this takes place... 24 hours after Resident Evil 2 takes place, but you're playing as Jill Valentine. The thing that stood out for me, I only played this game once back when it first came out, so I don't have a lot of like fresh memories with this, but I know they introduced, and I don't think they brought this back, but where there could be like, they give you an option of what you want to do. Like, you'll come across a locked door and there's a bunch of zombies and it'll say like, do you want to turn on the electrical breaker or do you want to run down the stairs or something like that? Yeah. Uh, which i thought was was pretty neat gameplay mechanic to add in
0: yeah it had uh different decisions like that it also um on a few occasions had branching paths so like you could go go upstairs or you could go in the basement you know that was very cool what
5: what system was that one released on
0: oh so that,
2: that was also on two. playstation that two, was on right? playstation no playstation one, one? PlayStation yeah
3: yeah you're right you're yeah. right
2: yeah yeah yeah, so they pumped out three of those games on PS1.
3: Yeah, we're just seeing y'all. Yeah, also, don't remember a lot about Resident Evil 3. I played through it once, and I know I beat it as a as a youngster, but it was so long ago. I just uh, only thing I remember about it, you know, kind of what you mentioned about the different decisions. And I just remember, you know, in this game, there was some guy chasing you around from the beginning of the game. There was like and the the nemesis. the nemesis. Yeah, the nemesis. Yeah, that was a big part of the game. You know, just kind of running around, shooting him with rocket launchers all game.
2: Yeah, so I mean that's probably uh, you know direct from Mr. X chasing you around Resident Evil 2. Probably people liked it, so they mm-hmm. decided to bring it back for the entire game. It yeah, kept and,
6: Nemesis I mean, can actually run
0: instead of just walk after you. Yeah, he would run. You he the would bridge. bust through walls. You would open doors. It was
3: use the bathroom. Yeah, you know, he'd
0: be, he'd be
2: like I just need to come in and use the bathroom, and then
7: I'll
2: Yeah. <laughs> This was uh this was the first video game I bought or I tried to buy where I got carded and they would not sell it to me because I think I was sixteen. I think that's the only time in my life that happened <laughs> to me where I was refused sure. sale of a video game.
0: I just imagined sixteen year old Brian like just pissed. <laughs> just oh, I was <laughs> pissed.
2: <laughs> did you go when back I to the same store with I'm your parents 16. or i think i just went to another store and they sold it to me do you
3: think they do that today like do they car kids trying to buy video games or or just say fuck it
2: i i bet they do especially at like a GameStop where that's all they sell is video games i mean walmart uh well walmart i think they prompt at the register so like if you go to buy like a video game it'll prompt at the register if you're 17 or not so i i bet they do Hmm. yeah i think they do because video games you know it's like alcohol
5: Brian, when you worked at EB Games, did you card anybody ever?
2: It it was always kids coming in with their parents, and then I'd tell the parents, like, you know, you might not want to buy Manhunt for your eight-year-old son. And they'd tell me to to F off, and then I'd sell it to them. (laughs) Uh, Another thing about this game, it introduced, I believe this was the first game to have it, there was an ammo creation system. So I think you got different, like, powders or something like that, and you could make different types of weapons. Yeah. Different types uh, of ammo. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, different ammo. types
0: of ammo. Also, I think if you played it on easy mode, you started off with like a big machine gun and uh, just a ton of ammunition. This one was supposed to be a little bit more action-oriented. So they're like, we'll start you off with a big machine gun and 200 rounds of ammunition.
2: Did the other games have difficulty settings? I don't. So, Bash, you had mentioned in the first game, it was like, like Jill was easy, Chris was hard. I don't remember I in Resident wait, Evil it was
6: like two, if, two different characters though. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, I don't remember in Resident Evil 2 if there was difficulty settings. So this might have been the first one to actually have distinct difficulty settings cuz there was only Jill. This was the first time you only had one character to pick as. Yeah, yeah.
6: Actually, I think they, in the uh, maybe in the director's cut versions, I think they had an advanced difficulty or something where it like shuffled around items in the first two games. I'm trying there was something like that in there. I never played them, but, like, like those extra difficulties.
2: Yeah, I I think you're right. In the director's cut for uh, Resident Evil, I think there was, like, an arrange mode or something like that, because otherwise, there wasn't a whole lot of difference in that first director's cut, because I think they were supposed to bring over cut scenes that were censored for the American version, but then there was, like, some translation issue where they didn't bring those over, so, I mean, it was called director's cut, but there wasn't much of a, like, director's cut actually to it. Um, and then Resident Evil 3, that introduced Mercenaries mode. Um, so I don't remember anything about this from that game. What is that? In general, Mercenaries mode is where you're just, it's kind of like you're hunting waves of zombies. And then I think you get like time bonuses, depending on how many you kill. Dark side Bash, you remember more about that?
6: Yeah, it's kind of like play through like, like a third of the game in like one stretch. And you start off with like a set amount of ammo and guns. Like, every time you kill something, it adds, like, uh, extra time onto your time
0: meter. I can't remember if you find extra ammo as you go. You do. Yeah, the Mercenaries mode hasn't really changed that much since it was introduced with that.
6: And there's, like, hostages you can rescue, and they give you, like, even more time. And they'll sometimes give you, like, health sprays and stuff.
2: All right. Any other thoughts on Resident Evil 3?
6: I like that you could really game the ammo system if you knew the right combinations of powder. Because, like, by the end of the game, probably, like, by the like the last quarter of the game, you could throw away the rest of your guns and just use the rock, like, grenade launcher for the rest of the game. You could get, like, <laughs> 70 grenades.
3: I, do, I remember... remember that. Just heavily using that grenade launcher, man. Like, that's, that's what I remember about the game. It's like, you know, nemesis and grenade launchers.
2: Yeah, I remember at the end having a lot of leftover ammo. So I probably was like, well, I don't want to use these grenades. And then the end of the game comes and it's like, well, I could have used a lot of these grenades. All right, moving on to Resident Evil Code Veronica. So this one came out February 29th, 2000. So very shortly after Resident Evil 3 had came out. So this was a Dreamcast exclusive. Um, so that was a pretty big deal. I Because, mean, I mean, Resident Evil, it had came out. The first one came out on Saturn. The second one came out on N64. But, I mean, it was still, at least in my mind, can, like pretty heavily PlayStation-focused series. So Resident this Evil came out, was on N64? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: I never knew yeah, that.
2: That's crazy. Like, a big
6: thing. Like, nobody thought it was possible to fit, like, a CD game with that much voice onto a cartridge, but they wow. somehow managed to compress it down. It still sounded pretty good, too. Yeah. Mm.
3: And you, did you play it with the uh, little, um, the little thumbstick? What do you call it? The analog? I
2: played it with the D-pad, mm-hmm. still.
0: I don't remember.
6: But, yeah. Uh,
2: so, I mean, so when Code Veronica came out just on Dreamcast, like, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I I don't remember, you know, when it was announced, but I, I that was one of the, like, the things that really sold me on the Dreamcast because I was big into Resident Evil. I knew I wanted to play like the newest game in the series. Um, I only played it right when it came out. So, I mean, it's been 20 years since I've played it. Dark Side, I think you probably have a better memory of it than I do. Do you want to kind of talk through some of the changes they made for Code Veronica or just anything in general? Um,
0: I I, I haven't played it in a long time either, but uh, I do remember that uh, even though the backgrounds, they had a lot of moving backgrounds, like the first three Resident Evils, it was just a static background. Code Veronica also had that, but there were also sections where you would move and the background would move with you.
7: Actually, I think they were
0: all 3D backgrounds. Also, you could dual wield certain weapons in that game, uh, which was... You know, weird because you know, a Resident
3: Evil game where you could do a wheel. Um, Halo, Halo stole the concept, right? Yeah, No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
7: they
5: they did that in GoldenEye, man, with the dual clubs. You, you guys don't remember that?
0: GoldenEye stole it from Capcom. <laughs> Not true. But uh, I actually plan on playing Code Veronica this month. So
3: on Dreamcast or where?
0: No, I have it on the PlayStation Four.
3: Oh, okay. They I didn't know that they had that.
0: Lead character is... Uh, what? Who is the
2: lead character? Claire Redfield? Is that
3: right? Claire yeah, Claire. Yeah.
2: So I think you switch. I think part of the game you play is Claire, and then part of the game you play is Chris. But it's yeah. different in that you don't pick who you want to play as. You kind of, like, transition between them as you play the game, I think. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise yeah. there's, like, a halfway point where you switch or something like that.
0: Yeah, there's so, a point where Chris ends up, like, climbing up a mountain to get to where Claire is or some shit like that.
3: So this game was also on like, a mansion or something, right? I remember vaguely
2: yeah it was like a european mansion
3: yeah or something yeah something like that, like that right
0: no oh, it, it was on an island and there on some mm-hmm. compound in the beginning yeah. i know that
3: I, I think this game had like some of the best puzzles of all time i can't remember exactly but i just remember being like you know stuck on puzzles for a long, a long time and it was it was fun though like i enjoyed like trying to figure it out
2: yeah i don't remember any of the puzzles i mean i remember some of the puzzles from like the first game even though they're not really that complicated but just because I played it so much but
7: mm-hmm.
6: there's like the one like I think it's pretty early in the game where you got to put all of your metal equipment in this metal detector and move on and you got to do this part without any weapons that was
0: pretty cool but. Yeah.
2: I do remember that yeah
0: <laughs> this uh, um, Resident Evil Veronica was I believe originally supposed to be Resident Evil 3 at one point in development so you know they moved things around and it ended up being a spin off title, even though um, it was originally intended
2: to be Resident Evil
3: 3. I wonder why they did that, though. Were they not good enough, you think? or That I was think an it was amazing some- game to me.
2: I think it was something to do with PlayStation and the relationship they had with PlayStation that Resident Evil 3, it just had to be in name that it was going to be on PlayStation. But yeah, I mean, really, Code Veronica is more of a core entry to the franchise. And three. Three is almost like kind of the spin off um, in terms of like content wise.
6: If you look at both, like the controls in both of the games, I think they might have been making them both at the same time, kind of like Sonic 2 and Sonic CD. Because in Code Veronica, it came out after three, but it doesn't have the dodge mechanic you had in three, which we didn't mention, but it's not really important. And you still have to push a button to walk upstairs in Code Veronica, but you don't have to do that in three. Yeah. So I think they might have just like. (laughs) <laughs> didn't really cross-communicate when they were making both games. But.
0: Yeah. Well, if I remember correctly, um, they were trying to port Resident Evil 2 to uh, the Sega Saturn, and they were having issues. And they couldn't get it ported at the time, and so I think they started development on, on in its own game, like a Sega-based Capcom Resident Evil game. And that's what no. Veronica became. Fun fact. that
2: all right, so then moving on. Uh, the next game that came out was then a remake of the first Resident Evil game, and this came out on the GameCube. So again, kind of a switch from uh, you know, the PlayStation and uh, having an exclusive game on the GameCube. Um, I remember when this game came out, it looked amazing, and I did not get very far. <laughs> it was, it's, it, to me, it's the hardest Resident Evil game. And Are you I, talking
3: about Resident Evil Zero now?
0: No, no, no. This Resident
2: is Evil Remake, the remake of game the very Cube. first game.
3: Oh, okay.
2: It was hard as hell. Yeah, I remember crimson that. Crimson heads. You remember those? Yeah. Why don't you explain what those are, Darkside?
0: So, if you kill a zombie in the Resident Evil Remake, it will continue to just lie on the ground rather than disappear like in previous games. And if you don't put gasoline on it and burn it, it will come back to life as a crimson head. And it will basically just be super strong and run after you and kill you quickly. Oh, shit. It's not all of them. It's only like certain ones, but you don't know which ones that will yeah, actually. You don't know which ones. And you have a very limited amount of gasoline that you find throughout the game. So basically, you're fucked.
2: and that's one of the things with the earlier games that i think they kind of got rid of was like enemies that would come back like i remember in the first resident evil i'm pretty sure if you cleared out a hallway with zombies like you could come back later in the game and all the zombies would be back so you really had to like conserve your ammo and not kill everything which is something we haven't really talked about but yeah, the whole survival horror, you're really not intended in the early games to kill everything. You're supposed to kind of pick and choose your battles, run away when, um, you know, you think you can avoid taking damage.
6: Well, uh, I think it's only in certain areas where stuff comes back. As long as you, like, just only use your pistol as much as possible, you can usually get away with killing everything in the earlier ones. But
2: Nash, you got better aim than I do, man.
3: <laughs> away, you don't know. fuck with the bash. <laughs> bash
2: just really don't really touch really really the really shotgun really it until you really absolutely need yeah. it. Mm. Otherwise, you know, I didn't play through the whole game, so I don't know how much new content there was in the remake. I know there was a couple new rooms. um I guess Bash Darkside. Do you remember anything? Was there considerable new content, or just kind of little additions to the remake, other than like the big graphical overhaul?
6: I think there's only like one entirely new area, but they do add like new a couple, few new rooms to like the areas
0: that were already there. Yeah, they they do that. They um, I can't remember the name of the boss, but they add um, a sub boss uh, somewhere down underground. Um, you know, uh, mansion wise, it it looks you know amazing, and you know all the puzzles are a little a little different. You know, items scattered in different places, like you know you would expect, but pretty faithful maybe one of the games that like holds up the best graphic wise like over time
6: because it's just a still image with like two character models on it at most most of the time so like the gamecube only had to do like two or three characters at a time on top of a photograph so it actually looks really good even today for a gamecube game so yeah
2: all right, so we're gonna move into Resident Evil Zero. This came out November twelfth, two thousand two. So as the name would imply, this is a prequel to the first game. Again, this was a GameCube exclusive. I think Capcom had some kind of deal with Nintendo um, to where when the GameCube came out, Capcom had said they were gonna release, you know, all these titles They were gonna be exclusive. 5. Yeah, yeah. There was like Killer Seven, um, I think P N O three, Beautiful Joe, and then. I think some game that didn't come out. But then the Resident Evil stuff was like the big stuff that was going to be exclusive. Um, so Darkseid, you just played through this. Do you want to give us a rundown of Resident Evil Zero?
0: Yeah, it's not very good. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, story-wise, it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, it's a prequel, and you're... Uh, what, what's her name? I can't even remember her name. Rebecca Chambers. Ah. You're Rebecca Chambers, and she's working with S.T.A.R.S. to try to find this supposed killer. You know, and they're on a train, and, anyway. You yeah,
3: that's in... all I remember. They were on a train like most of the game, right?
0: Well, <laughs> It it seemed like it was forever, but it was only like the first third of the game. But okay. it's, uh, you're um, Rebecca, and you work with this convict, Billy, and, uh, Basically, you have to switch back and forth between each character. And there's no um, inventory chest in this game. So basically, if you want to save items, you just have to drop them on the ground.
3: And they stay there?
0: And they stay there. So, and it it gets really annoying because the game is just full of backtracking, you know. Um, specifically there's this dumb fuck weapon. It's not even a weapon. It's just a thing you need throughout the entire game. Uh, it's like a grappling hook shot or whatever the hell it's called. And you think you're done with it, and then you realize I need it for to get up to another level like three hours after you used it. So then you have to backtrack all the way from wherever you left it, and it takes up two slots in your inventory, and I hate it, and I hate Capcom for making it, and I will never play this game again, but I had
2: fun.
7: <laughs> As
2: somebody who's never played it, is it worth playing through just to kinda see it? If through? you're a Resident Evil fan, you'll you'll
0: enjoy it. You will definitely be annoyed by some of these things. Um But uh overall I mean it was a very forgettable story. The bosses were the bosses were just large animals. You know, it's like, oh, you're fighting a scorpion, but it's a large scorpion. You know, you're fighting a bat, but it's a
7: large
0: <laughs> bat, you know. Zombie yeah. bat? You're, by, you're fighting slugs, but they're large slugs. You know, that's just like that's everything was just large versions of animals, which I guess makes sense in story-wise because you're at a facility where they were doing experiments before human experiments, so they're like experimenting on animals. But still, it wasn't really that interesting.
2: That's kind of what kicked off the whole T virus thing, right? Was whatever experiments they were doing, and that's how it ended up like causing the incidents in Resident Evil One.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, the, basically the game just felt like an excuse to show, you know, that Wesker was a bad guy before he was a
2: bad guy, in a way. And then how does the character, so you're playing as two characters, you control both of them, right? How does that work?
0: Yeah, so basically you control one at any time, and you can control the other one, like... With the the right analog stick just kind of moving them out of your way or whatever. but if you want to switch back and forth and between each character and like shoot with them and pick up items, you would just press the uh, triangle button on the PlayStation controller. Um, I so don't would know they just would be on the game would
5: they just stand around and otherwise, if you weren't controlling them you can give
0: them basic instructions you know like follow and they'd follow you or just wait but would they would they
5: shoot? enemies or something, or would would that be like a, an instruction or anything like that? The same thing.
0: You can instruct them to attack or to okay. nothing.
5: Because yeah, I had that game, but I don't think I played it very much at all on the GameCube. So, Brian, if you end up playing that game, what version of that game are you gonna are you planning to play?
2: I mean, I've still got it on the GameCube, so <laughs> I guess I would play that one. I don't know that I'd necessarily want to buy it again. I mean, if it was on like a deep sale for five bucks or something... And I could play the remastered version, then, then I'd I'd go with that. But otherwise, yeah, I'd probably just play it on the GameCube.
3: Or probably just don't play it at all, right? <laughs>
7: I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the only.
2: If you consider it a mainline game, it's the only one of the mainline series I haven't played besides that in six. So, I mean, I would like to play it at some point, but it's not high on my uh, my playlist.
3: What made you play a Darkside like recently?
2: That's.
0: Uh, you know, scary movie or scary month, you know. So I figured I'd play a Resident Evil game before the deep dive. All right.
5: Good man. Dark and then Brian
0: assigned it to me, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I did my homework. Brian, he, he pleased with me.
7: I <laughs> am just
6: kidding. He's got a thing to say. Like uh, I've beaten every, I think every like exploration based like Resident Evil and like a few of the light gun games. And Resident Evil Zero, I got to like the first boss, and I'm, I'm done with this.
2: Never <laughs> that's as far as I made it. I made it to the big scorpion. That's as far yeah, as yeah, I yeah. made it.
3: The only one that has the uh the palette for shit games that can sustain yeah, them. Right. <laughs> Makes sure you appreciate the good ones, baby.
7: <laughs>
2: to Resident Evil 4. So this is probably the highlight of the franchise for a lot of people. This came out January 11th, 2005. Again, this was a GameCube exclusive. Um I don't remember, you know, Resident Evil 0 or Resident Evil Remake being that big of a deal that it was GameCube exclusive, but this one I remember was a pretty big deal that it was only coming out for the GameCube. And when it first came out, they had said it was never going to come out to any other platforms. I think the guy who made it said that he would cut his own head off before it would come out to any other platform he, did say that.
0: <laughs> he said that <laughs>
7: Never, yeah. he
2: said it yeah i remember
5: that and he cut that, his own head off <laughs> japanese honor you know less than a oh. year
2: later it did get ported to the ps2 october 25th the same year yeah. um so that seems like an awfully quick port for them to make such a drastic statement and then port it um I think it's literally been on every
6: system ever since it came out, like on every platform that it could possibly be on. I
3: bet that it, statement he made, though, probably drove up sales, though. Go it was probably on,
5: clearly I, I, not up to him if it could get ported or not, so
2: <laughs> it didn't really matter. So this one came out six years after Resident Evil, the events of Resident Evil 1 and 3. So this is kind of the first one that had a really big gap. Um, you play as Leon, uh throughout the entire game, there, there might be a, a point where you switch to another character for a brief amount of time. Um, I know there was DLC where you played as Ada, but otherwise you're playing as Leon for most of the game. Um, yeah, I this was real...
6: It's just like a bonus game that unlocks, like, Tofu Mode and stuff.
5: From what I remember, oh, were we... the zombies, like, speaking Spanish or something?
2: Yeah, so they were... You're in, like, this Spanish village, and they're not called zombies. They're called Ganados. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they're kind of like more human than zombies yeah they're like half
3: human half zombie
2: yeah they're pretty creepy i thought it was pretty effective way of doing it yeah
6: they're they're really zombies they're just like humans with like a parasite in their brain
2: yeah the last yeah whatever the las vegas yeah (laughs) so i mean uh, this was a pretty big turning point of the series this is where it was definitely more action oriented i mean when you killed enemies you got ammo and health from enemies directly, which you didn't get in any of the other games, at least throughout the main playthrough, um, except for like Mr. X or like special search situations like that.
0: Um, yeah, and the, uh, the enemies weren't really mindless either. You know, they worked together, they flanked you, they had weapons, you know, they would throw things at you.
3: Right. They could run. Yeah.
5: They could run, but you couldn't when you were trying to shoot, so it was pretty
2: annoying. Yeah, I mean, the... this game, it, it had a. a much different control style so it really it kind of popularized that over the shoulder third person view but yeah like you said moose you can't run and shoot at the same time which i know is kind of probably hard to go back to now playing yeah, a like it game like,
0: kind like of that. that actually thing. builds up a like lot i don't of mind and scares in the game because you yeah, have to yeah. hold your ground if you're gonna choose to fight so i mean if you're if it's one-on-one you know it's not a big deal but if it's one on two or three, and then a couple more come around the corner, you're pretty fucked.
2: Yeah, I mean, some of the scenes in the game, like when you're in that village, and then I think like this bell starts ringing, or I think the bell rings to bring the, them away, but you're getting attacked by the the zombie villagers in the. In the middle of the village, and there's just a ton that are coming after you at once. And I remember you're just like scrambling around, like trying to like climb up like towers and things like that to get get away from them and stuff. I mean, it was an intense game.
7: It
3: was man, and then like the quick time events, right? I think this was the first Resident Evil quick time, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then yeah, it, it was it was just really innovative, man. Like I think this was the first Resident Evil game where you could actually like you know punch and kick, I think, too. Like where like if an enemy there was something like you could stomp on their heads, right? Or yeah,
2: yeah, you could like shoot them in the leg and then you could go up to him and do like yeah, that like the time time. Yeah. Right, right.
3: <laughs> and then just like you <laughs> mentioned Little that over the shoulder ass. that over the shoulder cameraman was just so so cool at the time and then uh ass Gears of War stole it and kinda made it famous, <laughs> right? <laughs> well Gears of War I think did it right in
5: the, in the way they handled it. I didn't like Gears of War. I'm not gonna defend it, but the the thing that I didn't like about Resident Evil 4 was that I think it came out like right after Halo 2, or shortly after, or I think it came out shortly after. So Halo 2 was all about action, and I was really into that, so going to Resident Evil 4, I, I just kind of was let down with the gameplay. I know it was a big step in the franchise, but it, at the time it didn't seem like it was a big step to me.
6: The only reason he came onto the podcast was to say that. Yeah, <laughs> well, somebody's got a level set, people. 4, you know, I, you I don't know. want people Thanks. thinking in
0: any way, shape, or form. What's that? Well, let's be honest I don't see how here. they're related. Like if I played Halo Two, no, the time they see came how, out. I, would I mean, be disappointed by Resident Evil Four because it's. I'm not expecting Resident Evil Four to be Halo Two. I Spaces.
5: wasn't expecting it to be Halo Two, but for a mediocre resident evil fan i wasn't like a big oh, resident evil fan like, obsessed with each game that came out so i mean i didn't play it since the original ones you know what i mean so i, I expected more i guess during that time
3: for the game so I, so I have a question like how how would you guys put resident evil 4 in your top 10 video games of all time i guess for the guys that liked it obviously uh, i would have to say yes oh yeah no yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Have you ever played oh, resident or, evil 4
4: no, it's not one of the greatest games of all time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we,
7: uh, what do you again, have again? Have you ever
4: played? It? <laughs> yeah, I'm active on the Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Beat uh, oh, of the month. Beat uh, of the months <laughs> on Twitter. All right,
5: so, so the. That was the game that famously came up with the, when I said the phrase like I don't really like games like these when Brian said Brian asked me why I didn't like the game and I said I don't really like games like these and I meant Resident Evil games. Brian took it as like that Resident Evil game with that playstyle, but I was saying in general Resident <laughs> Evil games. So famously he he hung on to the games like these phrase. So anytime that comes up, we like to joke about Resident Evil Four.
2: I, I, I mean, can't believe it. It was so such a great game when you said, I don't like games like these. I was like, what do you mean? This is the greatest game
5: <laughs> ever made. You're like, there's no other games like these. But I meant Resident Evil games, you know, that just the structure of the game where it was, okay, so that one specifically had a lot of action, and the action wasn't bad, but, like, it slowed you down when you had to, like, open a door or a gate or something you had to like put a gem in a socket to open a gate and it just felt weird and i did i don't know i just didn't <laughs> didn't really like that
7: so
3: river that river that river ruined the river. game how <laughs> putting gems in doors huh i mean it was <laughs> the pace of was the game. like the like, pace the
5: game. was always like stop and go and that wasn't what i was into
3: at the time <laughs> i was just my, my first experience with Resident evil 4 was planning on the wii
2: was that like the same for any of you guys so I played no, on the GameCube first, but I, I yeah, did the play the Wii, Wii version.
3: Dude, after. the Wii version was so dope, bro. It was, like, the best way to play that game. Like, that that really took advantage of that whole, you know, Wii mode and, like, the motion controls. It was so dope, man.
2: It was definitely easier because, I mean, you, it was just you aim at the zombie's head and pull the trigger and yeah. you get headshots, like, nonstop. So, I mean, yeah, I played through it a couple times to get, like, professional mode and things like that on and even on the hardest difficulty like it was pretty easy compared to the gamecube just because your aiming was so precise with the wii remote maybe i should have played it on the wii then you might have yeah, enjoyed you it more liked it on the wii yeah.
3: yeah it was almost like a combination of like light gun game with Resident evil it was, it was dope
2: man i want to say even kurt played uh resident evil 4 on the wii multiple times so i mean that's how like wide of a, a reach that game had
6: he, he locked everything – I think he got five stars on, like, every Mercenaries mode level and unlocked the Super Magnum or whatever it was called. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you guys are talking about Lizard or – Yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: Um,
2: let's talk about some of the bosses. So I mean, the boss fights in this game were so great, so memorable. I, there's one boss fight where you're, like, in this burning barn and you're fighting this guy – And then he like breaks in half and he's like super tall and he's got like almost like the centipede body. And then there's the giant you fight and then you end up fighting them again and you're fighting two at once. And there's like this big molten lava pit that you can get them to fall into. And I remember just the way it looked when you got one of those giants to go into the lava. That was like the best graphics I had ever seen up to that point. Were those giants
5: like those ogre-looking guys? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember fighting one of those guys. I, I think so. I put like 10 hours or 6 hours or something into the game before I stopped. But that that boss fight was pretty cool with the big ogre guy. I remember thinking that was pretty cool. So I mean, I'm not just ripping on the game only. I just didn't I didn't enjoy it as much as you guys.
2: Yeah, and I mean, and that's a good point. I mean, so you put six to 10 hours into it. Yeah. In other Resident Evil games, that'd be the whole game. But Resident Evil 4 is pretty long. I mean, my it first was playthrough long, yeah. was like. It was like 20 or 25 hours, which for a Resident Evil game, it was very long at the time.
0: Yeah, I just beat it this year, and I, I probably
2: put 20, 25 hours in. Uh, any other bosses that you guys remember that stood out?
3: Uh, there was a boss fight on the boat, right? Was that the last boss fight? Were you on that boat? And like, well,
6: that's shooting. like the first like big boss fight.
3: That we was the first big boss bullets, fight. where we right. you shooting like the launchers oh, from the boat? Yeah.
2: The- uh, you're you're like throwing spears at him or something. Yeah,
3: right? spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. right.
2: Yeah, but that, yeah, that was, like, the first motorbike. main boss. Yeah, and t- going back to the game's length, so you start off in a village, and then you end up traveling to this castle, and there's, like, that little guy that's, like, antagonizing you. <laughs> and then from there, you travel to, like, some island, and there's, like, zombies with, like, shock wands or something. Like, it just seemed like the game, like, it, it felt like you were really traversing, like, a lot of area in the game.
0: Yeah, they did like gothic castles and like quaint little villages and and underground facilities it
2: was was nuts and then i mean the plot of the game it from what i remember you're just trying to save the president's daughter and there's really not a whole lot else to it you're just kind of escorting her around which most of the time escort missions and games are not fun and this game was like entirely an escort mission but it's still they made it work really well i think because she was I don't even know if she could die, where if she could, it was pretty easy to keep her alive. Well, they they have to pick her up and
6: carry her off the screen
2: before she dies. He had a
6: little bit of time to save her. And there was also that merchant. Oh, yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah, the merchant was weird, right? Why don't you
0: buy
2: something? (laughs) That was another weird uh, point in the game.
7: Yeah,
3: it was weird.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was cool, That was just, like, another little added thing that they threw in there. And then the item management as well. So you had that, like, case where you could fit more items, but you had to, like, maneuver things around so that you could, like, maximize the amount of stuff that you could hold. Because, yeah, like, a big that. weapon would take up, like, eight slots, but an herb would take up two and things like that. I thought that was pretty... Just a, a good tweak on, like, item management that made yeah, it Yeah, just putting it in, in a chest or whatever. <sighs> yeah. All right, any other thoughts on Resident Evil 4? Greatest game of all time? One of the greatest games of all
5: time, I, <laughs> I disagree. So does Muff. Muff likes Twitter.
2: <laughs> all right, Resident Evil 5 came out then for the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. This came out March 5th, 2009. This was five years after Resident Evil 4. Um, this was the first Resident Evil game that was designed around co-op. Um, so there was two characters... If you were playing single player, the other character, so you played as Chris Redfield, then the other character, Shiva, would just kind of run around. Um, I only played it single player. So really, Shiva's role in the game was kind of like a walking item box that I could use to hold stuff. (laughs) Did anybody play that game co-op?
3: Yeah, that was the only way to play it. Uh, Me and Judd played this game like a couple of times. I think when we uh, initially started the beats back in 2009, this was the first game that me and Judd beat together.
2: Now, how did you like that playing a co op?
3: It was good, man. I, I feel like it really enhanced the game, man, because uh, you know, up to that point we were playing a lot of Resident Evil's. But you know, this whole co-op thing really added a new element to it. So it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, just you know, yelling across the room and you know, pick them, shoot them, just shit like that. You know, it was fun at the time. You know, that's that's when co op was big too, you know, because of Halo. Was
5: it Couch Co op only or was it online co op too?
3: We both. did online. I, I don't think a it had bit both
0: co op i didn't play with anybody i knew
3: you played the whole game with strangers or was it like
5: certain missions like how did that work
0: i ended up i beat the game back when it first came out by myself and then i wanted to get through more you know i wanted to do the hardest difficulty so i ended up playing online with people to help me out because oh okay on the hardest difficulty the computer character dies quick
3: yeah so pretty worthless yeah I had uh I actually had some reservations about playing this game at first, so like because it was weird for me. It's like why are these white guys killing all these black people? Because they didn't even look like zombies.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was I a just, big deal when it came out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> yeah. right? I think it's just literally because
6: it's in Africa and there's a lot of black people in Africa, so they're the ones that got
3: infected. Like that's that's why.
7: Like, right. Go I don't, I don't remember. Was, not that, not was that, know,
3: that, that was that, that a big controversial thing, thing though at the time?
2: I remember it was. Yeah. Yeah. It they was
3: were. for a little
7: while and people
0: realized it's in Africa. There's a lot of black <laughs>
7: there, really.
0: Yeah. I, I did uh, I, I do like Resident Evil five. I played it again this year, platinumed it twice on the PlayStation three and PlayStation four. No big deal. Um, but, uh, I did like the whole aspect of it, uh, where they were like survival horror during the day, you know, it's like most of the game is like lightly, bright, light, brightly lit, you know, and, uh, Mostly I never really thought
5: about that. It seemed like that game didn't get as much acclaim as Resident Evil 4. At least I didn't well, hear about it's... it the same way.
0: No, it, um, it did not. It's not, uh, it's not as good as 4, but it does control better. Can you move and shoot in 5? No, you yeah. cannot move and shoot in 5, but when you are moving, it feels more like a traditional third- or first-person shooter.
3: I think you can move and aim at the same time. Is yeah. what you can do. yeah. The big thing that really stuck out to me, too, about this game was the amount of zombies. Like, in the previous game, you would, you know, most times fight, like, three zombies at a time at max, right? But, like, in this one, it would be, like, a horde of, like, you know, 10, 15 zombies that you would have to fight at the time. And I feel like that really stuck out to me. Like, you know, when I was even looking at the trailers for this game, like, it looked dope as
2: hell because it was just, like,
3: so many zombies. Kind of like a day is gone in a way.
2: Yeah, I mean, this was definitely more action-based Than four. I mean, four was more action based than one through three, Mm -hmm. and then this was even more. Like they took it to the next level of just being like more action focused.
0: Yeah, they bring back Wesker as the villain. Was he not in any? He was. Did
2: he 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 go away? Never mentioned it before. Now
6: he was a good guy in the first one, and he was a bad guy ever since then.
0: He was in Code Veronica. I know that. Yeah, Um, he was in Zero, like just in cutscenes, but. That's about it. Um, I don't. He wasn't in four. Uh, they barely mentioned Umbrella in four. Oh, he he's in like one cutscene, I think,
6: like we'll over the radio or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't not in three at all. Three or two. It
5: wasn't in three. Yeah. Who was Wesker again?
2: He was ben like ben. the head guy of Stars. Um, so when you're in the first game, like he's like the lead guy. Um yeah, he's like your that's, boss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. At at the end of that first game, it gets revealed that he's the bad guy, and then he gets like killed by the tyrant at the end of the first game, but somehow he survives. I forget how they do a plot explanation of that. Yeah, the team kept him alive or some shit.
0: In five, he's basically like Neo from the Matrix and running around in like a black, you know, suit and doing Matrix moves and bullet time bullshit.
4: All
2: right, so then moving into Resident Evil 6. So this one was released October 2nd, 2012. Uh, It takes place in 2012, so I don't know what year Resident Evil 5 took place. Um, But I assume this is a few years after the events of Resident Evil 5. I have not played this one at all. So the only thing I really know about it is there's different scenarios you can play as. You play as Leon, you play as Chris Redfield... I believe you play as Ada as well, but then you also play as Jake Muller, Mueller, who is Wesker's son. Um, yeah. Darkside, I- I'm sure you have more experience on this than me. Do you want to add some more thoughts on Resident Evil 6?
3: Darkside, let me just say one thing before you get into it. This is a yeah. shit game. Now go ahead, Darkside. It's a
7: shit game.
0: <laughs> it's uh, uh, it, You can, you can kind of see what they were going for. You know, control-wise, because it is an evolution from four to five to six, but everything else sucks. You know, it it the music is bad, the story's bad, the acting is way over the top, um, and it just controls too slippery. You know, you can you can tell that when they got to the Resident Evil Two remake, they refined it, you know, a hundred times over, but. Uh, Yeah, basically you're playing just four different characters, four different stories. They're all about five to ten hours long, and uh, none of them are particularly interesting, other than Leon's. And uh, it was not fun.
2: So, can you switch? Are they like separate games then? Like when you first start the game, you can pick any of the characters, and you play through their game, and then you kind of go back to the main menu and pick the other one of the other three.
0: Yeah. So, like. I think the first one, you know, you're given the option to play whoever you want to play first. I did Leon first, and once you finish his campaign, then you go play. You got to turn the uh, game off after that point because it just doesn't <laughs> after that. But, yeah.
7: <laughs>
0: but then you can choose like Chris Redfield, and his story intersects with Leon's story, you know, throughout, so you kind of see where they interact and why.
2: Bash, you have any other thoughts on Resident Evil Six?
6: We actually had fun on Leon's campaign. Like, they ended, like, the zombies in this one are actually a lot more aggressive. They can take a lot more damage. It's pretty fun to fight with them. Then the final boss takes, like, a half hour, 45 minutes to kill, finally. It's just in, like, eight stages. Yeah, it was I get too much. Mold, but then you get over it. Then the other two campaigns are basically just... They're kind of like the... Kind of parasite enemies, except sometimes they mutate and turn into, like, a guy with invincible legs that can jump far, or their arm will turn into a worm that blocks bullets, and it's it just kind of gets annoying after a while. Like,
3: the controls are good, but, yeah, it just drags on. Up to this point, I had, like, I, I, I took pride in that I beat all of the mainline Resident Evil games. But I couldn't get through 6. It was so bad, and I, it was really made me love, lose my love for the series, man. It was that bad. I just didn't give a shit about Resident Evil anymore after that.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I, I didn't even play it. I bought it. I don't know if I bought it the day it came out, but I had heard it got such bad buzz. And, and sometimes I'll still play—like, I play Sonic the Hedgehog games that I know are shit, and everybody says that they're shit, but for some reason, when Resident Evil 6 came out, it kind of— took my drive away from playing the game and yeah i didn't play another resident evil game for a really long time after that one came out
0: yeah it, i mean it's nowhere was near it, survival horror it's 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 an action game you
2: know was yeah. the resident evil game you played recently the next one you played since five brian so i i played the remake of two um, oh, okay which was not that long ago so i mean yeah it's like a 10 year gap that i had where i didn't play any resident evil games
3: Right, they had like zombies riding on motorcycles and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine,
7: yeah.
2: All right, so then moving into Resident Evil 7. Uh, this came out January 24th, 2017. It takes place in 2017. So this is the last mainline entry of the series that's happened. Uh, and this was pretty much a reboot for the series. I mean, you're playing as a character named Ethan, and you're searching for your wife, who's been missing, uh, named Mia, and it's all in first person, and there's very little ties to the rest of the Resident Evil series. Um,
6: there's a couple so the, little Easter eggs like later on, but otherwise, you can play this one without playing any of the other ones.
2: Yeah, it, it's really it, like a return to form to the earlier games, um, where it's definitely more of the survival horror aspect. It's not as action-based, You've got limited ammo you know you're killing enemies they're not dropping you know ammo or, or health or anything like that um, so this was the last one I played I just finished this one up last night um, and uh, I played it all in in VR so I was playing it on PlayStation with the PS VR um, and I, I thought it was fantastic I mean I really enjoyed playing through it um, other than you know getting sick after every half hour just because of the motion sickness
7: how
3: long is the going?
2: Uh, it took me uh, about 11 and a half hours to beat it. Okay. Right? So the, the how long to beat time was was spot on.
3: Do you think um, this would be fun if you didn't play it in VR or the, the VR would made it fun? Yeah.
2: No, I I, I I played it in non-VR
0: and I had a lot of
2: fun.
3: Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
2: But I mean if you so I know Melvin you've been thinking about getting VR, I mean I um I played probably only about 20 minutes of it in non-VR just uh, like running around doing like item pickups after an area I'd already explored. Um, But I mean, the VR is just so cool. (laughs) Like, I mean, it really adds another level of like suspense and like it really amps up the fear level. Um, I mean, I'd recommend if you were thinking about playing this game and also picking up VR at some point. um, Yeah, I'd recommend playing this, but with VR, I'd also recommend this not being the first VR game you play because it is hard (laughs) on the stomach.
4: Okay, okay. I'm interested in VR.
2: You are, Muff? I am. Yeah, it's super fun. I mean, in PlayStation 4, I mean, it's a good entry-level VR setup because you can get it for pretty cheap. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'd highly recommend it.
4: How does one get their hands on VR?
2: I mean when I <laughs> <laughs> what you do is you go to this place Called a store And you buy the VR headset You're
0: literally holding a tablet In your hand that can do it for you I mean
7: the
4: Google ain't, ain't it, Don't I have to put that up side my
2: hand Buy it and then use it Is how you get it <laughs> <laughs> The best way to, to get it, so I bought it on Black Friday last year, and it was 200 bucks, and it came with Resident Evil 7, and it came with four other games as well. So, I mean, I, I would imagine they're going to have another sale this year. So, if you were interested in getting PSVR, I'd wait for uh, the day after Thanksgiving and then see what kind of sales they have. And yeah, that's my Resident, plan this year. Yeah, Resident Evil 7, I mean, you can get it for like 10 bucks now, probably. I mean, it's probably real cheap.
4: What if I didn't want the PlayStation VR? What if I wanted a different VR?
2: Uh, I believe that Resident Evil, I mean, it, if you're talking about Resident Evil 7, I think PlayStation VR is the only way you can play it in VR. But if you want another VR, I mean, they have the Quest headset that's a standalone where I don't even think you need a computer. It's all self-contained, but I don't think it's supposed to be very powerful. So I think there's going to be a lot of games you couldn't play. Otherwise, you'd need, a, I think, a fairly decent computer, which I do not have. So that's why that was never really an option for me, like the Oculus or whatever.
4: What if somebody wanted to watch something in
0: VR? Muff is getting to porn. That's where it's getting to. <laughs> Dark
4: side. you ain't always got to go. Yeah, it was.
2: There is a program you can download on PlayStation called Little Star, but you have to pay for it. And I have not done that, so I cannot vouch for the quality of what that would be like. <laughs> that, and I would never, I'd be terrified. I'm never home alone. So there's no way I could even entertain the thought of doing something like that without, you know, or Irma. Something like of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Put
6: your whole PlayStation in the closet and lock somehow lock the door from inside the closet.
2: Resident Evil 7. Yeah, I, I guess I don't really know even what else to say about it. Um
6: Probably the hardest game in the series, I think. Like, way harder
2: than anything that came before it. So, in VR, it was so easy. Like, because... Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, you're doing aiming with your head, so it was very reminiscent of the Wii version of Resident Evil 4. So, in VR, I mean, yeah, I was getting, like, nothing but headshots. At the end of the game, I had an unbelievable amount of stuff. I mean, I think I had, like, 20 herbs. I had, like... 20 rocket launch or 20 grenade launcher shots that i never used and i think a lot of it in vr too is it's easier to see items probably because it's like in your face so there's an item that you can get call i forget what it's called but it allows you to see where all the items are hidden Uh, which i didn't use that often because yeah i felt like i was able to find most of this stuff pretty easily so if if you dig around and can find all these items and stuff i mean you have a pretty good stockpile when you get near the end of the game. But then they also, they do have that spot near the end of the game where you switch to playing as Mia and you're on the boat and then they reset so you don't have anything. And that was pretty hard because you're starting from scratch and you got to like, yeah, regather all your like, ammo and guns and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure Resident Evil 7 has two endings also. So it's, uh yeah, there's like one choice you got to make, yeah. Yeah, choose like, uh, the two ladies and it's like,
3: no spoilers.
5: Yeah, Resident Evil 7 is on Game Pass, so if you can play that without paying for
4: it additionally. How many Resident Evils are there?
2: I mean, mainline games, there's seven. Seven. Or if you count zero, then there's seven. What eight.
4: one are we on?
2: This is, is seven. There. Well, that's good. Um, Bash, I know you mentioned on a previous episode you thought this had some of like the best scares in any of the Resident Evil games. I mean, when you're playing the game in the beginning, it's almost like nemesis or mr x where the dad's chasing you around the house
6: it's just a fucking guy and he can talk english and he's just fucking like running at. he doesn't even run after
0: it he's just walking after yeah. it. you can't <laughs> really like get away from him it's fucking great southern so
2: he's scary
5: how was that in vr brian was that uh pretty scary or was it just like whatever
2: no, there was some times where, like, there'd be jump scares. There was one particular spot where there's a locked door, and you finally get the key for the door. And then when you go to unlock it, this lady just jumps right in your face. And I, I like, audibly said, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, probably once every play session to where I would, like, audibly, like, like s- like s- silently scream to myself. <laughs> or, like, <gasp> me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It was uh yeah it was it was pretty scary um
0: yeah the the mom boss fight in
2: particular fucking disgusting,
0: yeah, <laughs> disgusting,
2: yeah, it, it the game's funny too, like the family is is pretty funny, i mean it it reminded me of like Texas chainsaw massacre, where it's like <laughs> yeah. this demonic like kind of goofy family that is' you know torturing you, but they're also like humorous in a way, and you end up fighting the dad at one point, and he's like this big. He's, like, completely mutated, but he's saying, like, get your ass back to the house, boy. It's
7: it's it's just, like,
2: so goofy and funny. Yeah, anybody else have anything with uh, Resident Evil 7?
3: No, I'm looking forward to playing it. Now you guys got me excited about it. Yeah,
0: Yeah, me too. uh, I believe Resident Evil 7 is also on PlayStation Now.
3: No, I want VR, man. Get your ass back to the house, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that in VR. That's (laughs) I two,
4: i two, one uh,
3: VR.
2: All right, so we're, we're going to move into then uh, a couple remakes to round out where the series has come. So Resident Evil 2 got a remake in January 25th, 2019. So Melvin, I know you just played through this one. You want to talk a bit about your experience with that?
3: Yeah, um, it's a good game, but I'm having a hard time with it. And the reason being is just, Because recently I I played The Last of Us, right? And it's hard not to compare this game to that just because of some of the quality of life guess gaps in this game, right? So first of all, you can't, like, you know, punch or kick. It's like, you know, zombie runs up on you, you're out of ammo, you you fuck. Uh, You can't, like, you know, do anything besides just, you know, go look for a gun or look for ammo. Um, So that was kind of tough for me. And then also it's like you can't reload before you run out of bullets. And that's a big thing for me. It's like I have one bullet left, um, I, I shoot a zombie, he's right up on me, then I have to wait and reload while he's biting me, <laughs> Then to go shoot him again. So those are just kind of like some of those little quality of life things that, you know, when I compare it to other 2020 zombie games that I play, it was tough, but you know, overall I, mean, I am enjoying it, but it's just hard not to compare it to the last of us Two since I played that
2: recently as well. What about you, Darkseid? I know you got a lot of experience with the remake
0: um yeah i i really enjoyed it um i didn't have any of the problems that uh melvin had with it but i i i played it uh twice with each character um over the last year and uh you know loved it graphics are great mr x terrified me
3: you know yeah mr x is amazing in this game man it's like he he literally like chases you everywhere in the police station like you can just, like, hear his footsteps. It's like, yeah, you're not safe anywhere. Footsteps. It's it's dope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's you constantly hear them, and sometimes they're loud, and sometimes they're soft. And The louder they get, the, the more freaked out you get. He gonna be right around the corner, or he can yeah. be on the floor above you. You know, you don't know.
3: And they made him look really good in his game, too, just, like, how big he is. And he looks dope. He looks scary.
0: His face and, looks exactly like Dolph
6: Lundgren.
2: I don't know if anyone noticed
3: <laughs> that.
6: It looks like Dolph Lundgren. I don't know if that was intentional or not.
2: And that was probably like the, the biggest change. Maybe not. It was one of the biggest changes of the game is that he was like attacking you right at the beginning of the game. And like throughout the game where because there's not really like an A side and B side scenario in this. So, like, because yeah. in Resident Evil 2, the original one, like we said, he's not chasing you until, like, your second playthrough. But here, he's, like, right at the beginning of the game.
6: Like, a few hours into the first game. Yeah, yeah.
2: What are some of the other changes? I mean, the graphical overhaul. I mean, the game looks yeah, incredible. it does. Um, it's it's one, the
3: one of the story, best-looking games I've seen on PS4, to be honest. Did
5: the story stay, stay the same, or was that overhauled as well?
3: kind of shifted it around a little bit. Yeah, the, basically, basically, the same, basically the same story. The same. Yeah, minor adjustments, but yeah. I
5: think that that ammo thing that Melvin described that would drive me crazy. I, I wouldn't be able to get through the game.
3: Yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. It's like, why can't I? Why can't I reload until I run out? It's,
2: yeah, I don't even remember that in that game. Yeah, I need uh, to Like go up. like Resident yeah. Evil Seven, you can definitely reload at any time that you want.
3: Yeah, and I guess the other thing too, like comparing to The Last of Us Two, it's just like the story isn't as polished. Obviously, you know, um. You Know why Claire was so obsessed with helping this little girl after she has known her for like two minutes <laughs> <laughs> It's like little stuff like that, but i mean it's it's more of a video game video game
2: versus like a you know
3: an a story experience Fun, yeah I, I,
2: yeah, I would agree but yeah, it's more of a yeah. video game yeah um I was surprised I know some people were saying how like drastically different it was, but I was surprised that because I had not played you know a Resident Evil game since five, I was surprised that it. It did scale back some of the action of those games, where I mean it was more action oriented than the original Resident Evil 2, but it was kind of like a, a good balance I thought, where it wasn't like too over the top action, it's, where it's, like enemies are just dropping ammo all the time. Yeah, it yeah. sounds
5: like it stayed more true to the original games then. I, th- as I as thought that. it did.
2: Yeah, yeah either, it did. other other yeah, people online have different opinions. Like, but. you aren't
5: strong enough to take
6: on like eight enemies at the same time. That would like kill you instantly. Like you have to start like
0: strategically running away from shit. Like Yeah, yeah and that's the thing, these enemies, these zombies, I mean even on the lowest difficulty setting, they will take three or four headshots before they go down. You know that's and, they you know they're tough and you know you have to conserve your ammo even even when you know you have a lot of it.
2: All right, then we're going to move into the last game. Resident Evil 3 got a remake April 3rd, 2020. This came out after the COVID outbreak. Um, I have not played this one. Uh, Bash, Darkseid, I, I think you guys played this, right? I
6: still haven't played it. I
2: All right, Darkseid, so you're the only one that's played it. What uh, what thoughts do you have on this one? Um, it, it
0: plays pretty much exactly the way that uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake did with the one exception where they added a dodge mechanic um it's got the nemesis in there you know like the the original does but unlike the original the nemesis doesn't follow you around everywhere you go it's really uh, just like the first third of the game where it has that stalking mr x mechanic throughout that section and then the rest of the game it's uh he just shows up during you know specific uh instances Still, I mean, it's still a lot of fun. You know, the game is great. You know, they cut some stuff out from the original, but you know, I, I didn't really miss it. But,
5: is the game really short? Because I read a review online saying that it felt more like like a DLC or something versus an, an entirely new game. I don't know if somebody was being dramatic or, or well, what. Well, the original but...
0: Resident Evil 3 um, was also very short. You can beat it in, like, six hours. Okay. Um, I think I put between, like, six and seven hours my first playthrough with it. I think that you can actually beat it like a lot quicker than that. If you like, speedrun it, you can do it like two hours.
5: Oh, uh, okay. How how long was a Resident Evil 2 remake, roughly?
2: Um, Probably about ten, nine to ten hours, I'd say. Yeah, it's
3: would uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm at about um, nine hours right now, so I'm pretty much at the end of it.
2: I think Emil's playing it. He's at 50 hours right now. I
3: think. <laughs> Darkside, I had a question for you that I didn't ask on our uh, Resident Evil 2 when we were talking about that. But is, is this game worth playing through both Leon and Claire? I mean, will you have a fun time going through it the second time? You think, or yeah, is just playing through a it once enough? It's worth it.
0: It's worth it to play again. Okay. You'll you'll find
7: out. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it, <brand laughs> it, <brand laughs> I played
2: through some of the part with Claire and I made it to where you play as as Sherry and then for some reason I stopped but so there are some gameplay sequences that are like completely different when you play as as Claire versus Leon
6: I didn't get that far because I got sidetracked but yeah there's a lot of different she gets completely different weapons at least for the first part and yeah yeah, that's pretty cool
5: is it still considered an easy mode to play as uh Claire
6: I just think Leon
5: is easy mode in like Resident Evil 2. They got woke when that game came out or what? <laughs>
7: yeah,
5: they they made life harder on women
7: just to make it. <laughs> hard, hard.
2: All right, so that's going to do it with our recap of the Resident Evil series. Bash, I know you had wanted to talk a little bit about Silent Hill just because that's like, you know, the next biggest survival horror franchise and it kind of you know, owes a lot to the Resident Evil franchise. Do You have any thoughts on the Silent Hill franchise?
6: Uh, the first one, uh, I had some thoughts, but I just like it was just an excuse to bring up this one trivia question that I just learned recently. You know, in a uh, like Symphony of the Night, you know who did the voice of Richter in that game?
5: I do not. piano Reeves. <laughs> no, it was Chris's <laughs> voice
6: from Resident Evil One. You know who did Dracula's voice in that game?
0: Willem
6: Dafoe. It was Harry Mason's voice from Silent Hill 1. Ooh. So, yeah. Weird coincidence.
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, also, any other thoughts? Silent
5: Hill's really fun, yeah.
2: Yeah, Silent Hill, yeah, it's a great franchise. When did,
5: when did the first game come out compared to Resident Evil? I thought it was...
2: Yeah, I thought nice it was on PlayStation.
5: Aspect. Okay, so it was on PlayStation 1?
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
5: yeah, because yeah, I thought I remember... Roughly when that came out, but I, I never played it. I know, Brian, you're a pretty big fan, but I don't have any Silent Hill history really at all.
2: Yeah, it was definitely more like psychological horror than Resident Evil was, where Resident Evil is more like kind of the campy zombie stuff. So it definitely took a different angle to kind of the, the overall like mood of the game.
6: It kind of got less creepy as the series went on. Because the first game, like, they used, like, you can't see more than six feet in front of you just to, like, make the graphics look better. But, like, they got better technology, so they made it so you could see a lot farther. But that kind of ruined the horror part of it, because you can see everything in the room.
2: Yeah, and I think when they remade, or when they did the HD remakes of 2 and 3, they got rid of some of that fog, and then, like some of the game, like you weren't meant to see past certain areas, so you'd see like, like there was a boat in the water, but like half the boat's missing or something like that, because it was supposed yeah. to be covered up by fog that they took out. So I don't think those ports are supposed to be all that great. All right, Muff, you uh, you got some trivia for us, I think. Is that right?
4: Yeah, I'm in the middle of uh, uh, somebody just got killed in this game, Moose. What what's game what,
3: called? One Muff, gets us together. You're playing the manga you playing Among Us still, or what are you doing? Um, oh yeah, Among Us. Somebody
4: <laughs> just got got right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs>
6: so. I have one question. We must get the to, uh, to to trivia together. What's um? So, if you guys have
3: to pick between um Silent Hill and Dino Crisis, which which series is better? Silent
2: which, Hill. Silent Hill. And Dino Crisis.
3: Yeah, yeah Dino that's Crisis. that's Capcom too, right?
2: Yeah, I never played yeah. Dino, yeah. Dino Crisis. I played a little bit of the first one. It was good. I
6: didn't get through it that far because I played it in like 2009. It was I pretty. Played that, I, played
5: I played that. I played that a little bit too. I remember that game, and it was pretty cool. It was like a yeah, Jurassic do, Park uh, horror game, League
3: basically.
2: Remake of Dino Crisis.
3: Yeah, they should. Right. I'm That'd pretty sure dumb, Dino
2: Crisis 2, like they abandoned a lot of the Resident Evil similarities i I think dino crisis 2 got into the action phase a lot faster than resident evil did from what i've heard
5: the first one felt a lot like a resident evil game from what i remember
2: yeah i've heard that as well
5: i played that uh, yeah originally on playstation the the old uh playstation one
2: and then dino crisis 3 is like in space or something right it's something bizarre that one's not supposed to be good at all but it's supposed to be bad
4: y'all want some trivia
2: let's do it Yep.
4: So, in the spirit I'm being so of, I so enthusiastic, Muff. He's getting sleepy. Go I'm ahead, Muff. Sleepy Muff. So, in the spirit of our spooky theme, and now we're into Resident Evil, which is like a lot of people's introduction to zombies and zombie video games. Uh, Robert England, y'all know him.
7: Freddy Krueger.
4: Freddy. Freddy Krueger. So he made a zombie movie in 2008. What was the title and who was the main lead
3: actor?
7: You said Rob Zombie?
4: Harrelson?
3: Robert Englund. Robert Englund. Freddie Krueger's
0: actor.
5: It was not Zombieland.
0: You said this was
5: 2008? I'm I'm guessing, Bash. I have no idea. Are you Googling
4: (laughs) Darkseid?
0: No, I'm just trying to remember if I've seen any of his movies from the 2000s. (laughs) Because after Freddy's,
2: it's kind of like what happened. I have no idea.
3: 2008 movies. I know, like they did a remake of the Michael Myers movies, the Halloween movies back then. But I don't think he would have directed anything.
2: That was Rob Zombie, didn't yeah, he? That was
3: Rob Zombie. Yeah, he did. Rob Zombie did one of them, I think. Um,
2: uh, <laughs> I think Robert England. He was. I, I can't remember anything that he did. Was Was it I Spit on Your Grave Four? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know he was in the. He was in an episode of Master of Horrors, and that was around that time. Yeah, I don't know.
4: You want the answer? <laughs> yeah, give us the answer. Zombie strippers. <laughs>
7: <laughs> is that
4: a uh, good one,
0: Buff? I forgot about that one. Is it good? Who
4: is Who is the lead actor?
0: Robert Englund.
4: Lead actor. Think smuddier. Derek said.
0: Mark Wahlberg. Probably some stripper. So. I never saw it. Who was it? Nobody? Nobody.
4: Jenna Jameson.
6: Fuck, I was thinking Jenna Jameson, but she was from like 20 (laughs) years ago. I didn't think she was actually still around. Fuck.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, living the life.
6: (laughs)
2: Zombies. Oh, man. (laughs) Zombie strippers, Jenna Jameson. Was that it, Buff? You got any more trivia, or was that it?
4: That wasn't good enough.
2: That was great. You didn't even have any. You're right. You're right. No, that was great.
4: (laughs) Two episodes in a row. You leave trivia up to me because you empty-handed. Not that you ain't got a lot on your plate already. I know my back sore from carrying all these motherfuckers, but you too.
2: I, I just didn't want to move on and then have you say, wait, bitch, I got more trivia. Ding, dang. So I figure i check. <laughs> I got more trivia. Ding, dang. <laughs> all right. So I think that's going to do it for this episode of Beat of the Month. Muff, you want to tell people where they can find us on social media?
4: Go to the Twitter. It's Beat of the Months. Up on there pretty much all day long. If you're up on the Facebook, it's Beat of the Month. Instagram, Beat of the Month. Anchor, beat of the month, Gmail, beat of the month, Pornhub, beat of the month, TikTok, <laughs>
7: beat of
4: the month. We, we have a TikTok. Yeah, we're on TikTok. It's where month yeah. of zombie stripping. So if, if you if you're trying to uh, <laughs> if you trying to find a good podcast or start up a podcast, a very good app to get is Good Pods. You can find us up on the Good Pods as beat of the month.
2: All right, there you go. If you, so next episode, two weeks, we're going to do our scary games that we played in the month of October. We're going to go yeah. through our top three scary games of all time. If you send us an email to beatofthemonth at gmail.com, we will randomly pick someone to get a digital download code for the game carry-in for the Nintendo Switch. So oh, send us shit. an email. You'll get a free game. Your odds are very good if you send us an email. You <laughs> will be chosen for the free game Carrion on the Nintendo Switch. If you don't know what that game is, check it out. Check out a trailer. Uh, so this is gonna do it for the Beat of the Month. Thanks everyone, and we will see you next time. Nice, thanks guys.
0: Go ahead, low. Go ahead, low. Go ahead, low.
7: Go ahead, low. Go ahead, Go ahead, Go ahead, Go ahead, low.
2: Actually. Muff, we we covered Resident Evil Three. We didn't get your in-depth review of Resident Evil Three. There we go, one. Here We go. Yep. That's your review. The Bears That's one. That's your Yeah.
7: That's
4: his the review. The only thing that matters right now, baby. You're not Four one. Attention. Huh? Huh?
7: You're
4: not paying attention. Well, <laughs> no. Y'all talking about games that I clearly said in the, after the first one. I said I'm playing this shit.
3: <laughs>
2: but you said you played three, right? No? thanks for your yeah.
3: contribution.
4: Is there one called Raccoon
2: City? um, that is not officially in any of the titles.
6: Well, there's, there's like a- Operation Raccoon City as well as like yeah, nice games that no one ever played?
4: Yeah, that's the one I played yeah is wait
2: you really you, played you played Operation played? Raccoon City
4: Raccoon City yeah
2: why, why don't you give us your thoughts on that? I'll fit that in somewhere.
4: No, that's okay.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, Is anybody
0: able survivor? Are we gonna talk about that one? No. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Cogedlo, go cogedlo, go cogedlo, go
1: cogedlo. Go Welcome. Got a selection of good things on sale, stranger. What are you buying? Huh? What are you buying? Huh? What are you selling? Zombie strippers.
2: <laughs> ah. I'll buy it at a high price. Go ahead, low, go ahead, low, go head low, Welcome go everyone head low. to another episode of the Beat of the Month Podcast. This is episode seven. We're taking a deep dive through the Resident Evil franchise. My name is Brian, and I'm with Moose. Yo yo. Muff.
4: What up, Stephanie?
3: Melvin. What up, what
2: up? Dark <laughs> Hey. Hello. And and Bash all right so we're gonna go ahead and get into it with uh the first resident evil game this came out march 30th 1996 so i guess did, did you say we're doing a deep dive on resident evil games no, all the didn't. resident evil games
3: <laughs> Okay. I even, said that, right? uh, even number three no, you didn't, yeah you didn't introduce the topic <laughs> did i not no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're, we're doing the deep
0: dive on all the Resident Evil games. The main line Yes, he game. did. I did say that. He no, he did didn't say
5: that. No,
7: he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, no, I he did. Did. yes, he did.
5: Yes, no, I did. I You're going to have I a did. lot of editing to do.
7: No, no you, you
2: need, need to keep this, just this said in. It, he the, said it's the Beat of the Mum podcast. To
3: to. Then he introduced us, and then he said, All right, we'll get into it.
2: No, I said we're going to do I said we're going to. We're going through the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah. 100%. Me and
3: Darkside, me and Dark side are of crazy. Kidding? Then I guess. No,
2: we're, we're clearly
0: the ones that are. I'll I'll be 100% normal. honest. Anyways, I, I was not exactly paying attention, so I, I don't know. Bash, did I did I say
2: it or not? Thank you. said it. I I 100% okay. know that I said it.
3: I
4: I, I say <laughs> legit. He said it, and y'all just disregard
3: and talks amongst each other. What? I didn't I, hear him say it. I, I was thinking the same thing Darkseid was thinking. Like, why didn't he introduce
2: what we were talking about?
5: Muff, nine <laughs> times out of ten, his response is, huh? And he's saying that he heard it.
2: <laughs> I mean, Mel- Melvin's sitting there playing the Switch and yawning during the intro, so it's not <laughs> clear what I said.
3: And watching the Bears game. Yeah,
2: what are you saying <laughs> The,
0: the Bears game's on. All right, well, I I'm sure if you said it, you'll throw it back beat in your face month. later. So let's move forward.
1: Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. I gotta press pause, cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month.